Hi, friend, and welcome to Grab Your Light, the podcast, a podcast for young women of color who are trying to navigate a breakup, divorce, or co-parenting relationship with wisdom and grace, and all while maintaining their mental and emotional well-being. I'm Lauren, your host, and while I am no expert, I have been through it, and so now I'm here to walk you through it. So let's talk about it. Hi, friends, and welcome to a new episode of Grab Your Light, the podcast. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for taking time out of your day to tune in to my little tiny corner of the podcast universe. And if you're a repeat listener, then welcome back. Thank you for your loyalty. So this month, we've been talking about the emotions, uh, the negative emotions that we experience once we've sort of settled into our separation or the end of our relationship. So this is the last emotion we're going to discuss, and it's not really a negative one, but it is relief. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about relief. The last and unexpected emotion I experienced during my separation was relief. And I saved this one for last because it it is the most unexpected and perhaps the hardest for people who have not been divorced to completely understand. So of course, I'm a nerd. Let's check out Webster's definition of the word relief. It is the removal or lightening of something oppressive, painful, or distressing. Something is oppressive when it is unreasonably burdensome or severe or overwhelming or depressing to the spirit. Relief for me came during two different parts of the process. The first being when I accepted that my marriage was over and the second being when my marital settlement agreement was submitted. So let's start with the first. The physical, emotional, uh, financial pressures that come with divorce are only made harder when you try to force your ex to navigate them with you, like I did. I was constantly asking him for help with meeting our daughter's needs, financially supporting myself, um, and salvaging our relationship. But because he was no longer interested in the relationship, he was also not interested in trying to help me navigate the residuals of the relationship ending. So I was usually met with anger, uh, resistance, confrontation, um, or even frustration. And so when I finally realized and accepted that our relationship was over and that I would need to handle these stressors by myself, a weight was lifted. Why? Because I didn't need to engage in or accept his behavior anymore which means I also didn't need to depend on him. I could function independently of him and do so with much more peace than I had been experiencing while trying to force him to do it with me. And that beautiful realization gave me such relief. I felt empowered and I felt emboldened. I was all, you know, I am woman, hear me roar. You know, I could do this. I had the brains to do it. I had the strength to do it. I could get this done. And I was relieved 
in knowing that. Um, And then even though I had to be independent and self-sufficient, I did have to navigate the divorce process with my ex. And so this takes us to the second time I felt relief. There's simply no way around having to navigate the divorce process with an ex. We had court appearances and decisions to make that simply could not be done um, unilaterally. Sometimes these things went really well. We'd be in agreement. We'd be amicable. It was great. Other times these things went incredibly badly. We'd be in complete disagreement and we'd be miserable or angry. But eventually we came together We drafted a settlement agreement that included everything involved in our divorce and we filed it with the court. And after filing that settlement agreement, there was nothing else to be done but wait for the court's response. Having gone to law school and worked in family law, I knew it would be approved because it was fair. So again, I experienced great relief with that filing because I had reached the end of the meaty part of my divorce. I no longer needed to check in with him for big decisions, nor get his input. Everything was done. As far as I was concerned, the marriage was over just with the submission of that agreement. And I was relieved to not have to be bothered with it anymore. Now, I said this was an emotion that people who hadn't been divorced wouldn't understand because it seems contrary to the end of such a tragic event, right? When people hear that I'm relieved, they think it means that I'm happy my marriage is over. Let me be clear. I at no point was happy that my marriage was over. To this day, it's still very sad that my marriage ended, you know, that it did not last. It is still very sad that my daughter doesn't come home to a two-parent house. For sure, it, it is sad. But it is not devastating that I no longer have to withstand the stress that came with my marriage or that came with the divorce, right? That is what the relief is from. Like, hey, if this isn't going to work out, then let me go in peace. And so with accepting that it's not working out and with completing all of the steps I needed to complete Um, according to the law, (laughs) for that relationship to be over, then there was nothing left to do. It was done. That chapter was closed. That book was done, right? And so that is where the relief came. That is where peace came. And it was nice. I'm not going to lie. It was was really nice. And so my tip, I only have one tip for this episode. The tip is to embrace the relief. You know, don't let people make you think that you shouldn't be relieved, that it somehow says something about you, that you are relieved. Don't let them think that it means you didn't want the relationship. Don't let their opinions matter at all. If you are relieved, if you are at peace because you know that this has been a nightmare of a journey, which divorce is, then allow yourself to feel relieved. You know, a lot of people throw um, divorce parties, you know, or they take uh, divorce vacations. I didn't do either of those, but I can totally see why you would. 
And it's again, it's not because it's a celebration of a marriage ending. It's a celebration, not even celebration. I'm hesitant to use that word. It's an acknowledgement that you completed something, that something is over, that all of the blood, sweat and tears you put into that relationship, all the blood, sweat and tears you put into trying to keep that relationship, all the blood, sweat and tears you put into concluding that relationship, which is, you know, the divorce process. They are done. There is no more blood, sweat and tears required of you. You have finished, right? You get to move forward completely. You get to move forward legally. You get to move forward spiritually. You get to move forward emotionally, physically, like it is done. And there is relief to be experienced in that. And if you want to party about it, girl, go party. Okay. (laughs) Invite me. Maybe I'll come and party with you. I'm kidding. No peer pressure. You do not need to invite me. But Don't let people deter you from acknowledging this huge day, however you wish it to be acknowledged. I think for me, I treated myself to dinner. I also have marked the day on the calendar where my divorce settlement was approved and I was officially divorced. And every year on that day, I treat myself to something because that is a journey that I worked really hard to uh, take and to end. And to end it in a way that was good for me. It takes a lot of work, a lot of emotional work, a lot of financial work, a lot of physical work to end a marriage. And you're allowed to acknowledge that. You're allowed to celebrate that. So do it however you want. Plan that party. Take that trip. Buy that item. Go out with that man. (laughs) Do whatever you want. Embrace it. Do not let anybody deter you from embracing it. Because girl, you did it. You're done. It's done. We're moving forward. And what better way to move forward than with a celebration, right? So that is my only tip. To feel the relief, embrace the relief, let it be all that you want it to be. And that wraps up all of the feelings, of course, not all of the feelings, but the bulk of the feelings that we feel during a divorce. So um, that's it. (laughs) Feel free to tune in to the next episode. Uh, The next episode marks six months of this podcast. And so I will be answering questions from you all. Um, I posted a question sticker on Instagram. I've compiled all the questions I get asked via DMs, questions I get asked via email, questions I get asked when I'm out and about. And I will be answering those in a Q&A for the six month anniversary of the podcast. So I hope that you'll tune in. In the meantime, I won't be recording for another couple days. So if you have a question you want answered, feel free to email me, DM me. Um, I think those are your only two options. So email me or DM me and I would be more than happy to answer them. I do consider myself to be an open book. So I do intend to answer every question. Um, For now, Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode 
of the podcast. If you liked it, I hope that you will subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, and follow the podcast on Instagram. For now, have a great day, week, and month. Bye.